Adam Kentish on LBC. It's 5.49 here on LBC. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Simon Marks, American Week. Ben, for those listeners who were not gathered around their radio sets this time last Friday, let's start with a quick refresher. In the last edition of American Week, we heard Joe Biden maintain that the United States is still the nation the world turns to for global leadership. America is a beacon to the world. Still. Still. Tonight, there are innocent people all over the world who hope because of us, who believe in a better life because of us and are waiting for us. So let's see how things have worked out this week in the beacon of democracy. We will get to the latest shameful mass shooting later. A manhunt is still underway for the attacker who pierced the silence of yet another American night with the sound of gunfire, this time in the state of Maine. But let's start today with politics here in Washington, because in Joe Biden's global beacon, there was a breakthrough this week. After three weeks of legislative standstill on Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives finally has a new speaker. The Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana has re- received 220 votes. Therefore, the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 118th Congress. A stunning moment after kicking out their former leader, Kevin McCarthy, three weekends ago for committing the cardinal sin of working with Democrats to head off a government shutdown. Republicans coalesced around the man former President Donald Trump this week determined should be the new Speaker of the House. And again, a reminder, that's not the bloke who shouts order, order and imposes discipline over legislative proceedings. Mike Johnson is now second in line for the US presidency after Vice President Kamala Harris, so you need to remember his name just in case. He instantly becomes the most powerful elected Republican in Washington, and he began with a promise to the Democrats' leader in the House, Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, I do look forward to working with you on behalf of the American people. I know we see things from very different points of view, but I know that in your heart you love and care about this country and you want to do what's right, and so we're going to find common ground there, all right? Ah, the ritual pledge to find common ground, a promise that died the death even before the applause it sparked, had finished echoing around the chamber. For Democrats know that Mike Johnson is an unreconstructed, make America great again Republican. Donald Trump himself told reporters he had orchestrated Mr Johnson's victory. The Louisiana congressman has only the loosest contact with facts, especially when it comes to the outcome of the last presidential election. He is a denialist's denier, solidly behind Trump's false claims that Joe Biden's victory was rigged, though suddenly unwilling on Wednesday to address inquiries about it. This is what happened when Johnson, flanked by the Republicans he now leads, was asked a perfectly reasonable question by a reporter on Capitol Hill. Can you help lead the efforts to overturn the 2020 election results? Oh, <laughs> And since Mr Johnson prefers to answer a different question, well, here he is addressing one of his own choice last night on Fox News. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, 
Go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's that's my worldview. Indeed it is, and Mr. Johnson's interpretation of the scriptures leads him to believe that abortion is not only a sin, it is damaging the American economy. Here he is in a congressional hearing talking about Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court ruling that kept abortion legal in America for 50 years until the Trump-dominated court overturned it last year. Roe v. Wade gave constitutional cover to the elective killing of unborn children in America, period. You think about the implications of that on the economy. We're all struggling here to, to cover the bases of Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and all the rest. If we had all those able-bodied workers in the economy, we wouldn't be going upside down and toppling over like this. Now, you might think that if you reckon abortion is stripping America of able-bodied workers who can make a positive contribution to the economy then mass shootings must be doing the same thing. After all, there are 18 families mourning today in the northeastern state of Maine after the country's latest appalling paroxysm of gun violence began on Wednesday night. We are following breaking news in Maine. Police there confirmed they are investigating an active shooter situation in multiple locations. Police are asking people in the area to shelter in place, stay inside. Police are looking for this man who appeared to walk into spare time in Lewiston tonight with um, a, a large weapon uh, and open fire. Those CCTV images showed a military reservist and firearms instructor by the name of Robert Card. He is still wanted by police. The manhunt now stretches to New York and into Canada. He opened fire at two popular businesses, a bar and grill in the city of Lewiston and a nearby bowling alley. I just walked in the place. I, yeah, I was putting on my bowling shoes when, I, <laughs> when it started. This bowling fan survived by hiding in the lane's machinery. I heard the first one that was probably 15 feet behind me. I mean, he was close. And as soon as I turned and saw that it was not a balloon, he was holding a weapon, I just booked it um, down the lane and I slid basically into where the pins are and climbed up in the machine and was on top of the machines for about 10 minutes until the cops got there. I don't think you're supposed to see that in real life. But welcome to real life in the United States, where the attack in Lewiston was the 566th mass shooting of America's year, and with 18 fatalities, the deadliest so far. It is inevitably the same old story. The family of the gunman says he's mentally ill, has been hearing voices in his head for the last few weeks, and threatened to attack area targets. They say they warned the police and the army that his mental health was sharply deteriorating, but not very much appears to have been done. Certainly, there is no evidence that measures were taken to remove a legally purchased sniper rifle from Mr. Card's possession. To friendship. When news of the shooting broke, President Biden was hosting Australia's Prime Minister for a banquet at the White House. To our partnership, our mateship, and the future that we'll create together. Cheers. Because nothing says we're a world leader quite like being pulled out of a state dinner not once but twice by your aides because they need urgently to brief you about another dreadful incident of mass gun violence. The next day at the White House, the usual calls for tougher gun control measures from Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. This is not normal. We cannot accept this. It does not have to be this way. The House has a new speaker. He said he's ready to, to get to work and to find common ground. Now is the time. Let's work together to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines and keep guns out of the hands of criminals and dangerous individuals who have no business 
being armed with a weapon of war. So over to the man who is now two heartbeats away from the presidency. What does Speaker Johnson intend to do about gun violence in the light of the tragedy in Maine that, among other things, has stripped the American economy of the contributions to it that its victims would have made? This is a dark time in America. We have a, a, a lot of problems and we're really, really hopeful and prayerful. Prayer is appropriate in a time like this, that the evil can end and this senseless violence can stop. Everyone wants this to end, and I'll leave it there. And he walked away, not even willing to confirm in public that, of course, he plans no legislative action. With Halloween almost upon us, Washington will soon become consumed by the government shutdown that is due to take place in the middle of next month, unless President Biden and Speaker Johnson can strike a deal. At stake, not just the American economy, but the thorny issue of fresh funds for both Israel and Ukraine. The next month will prove whether Joe Biden's beacon stands any chance of remaining illuminated. On the basis of the past seven days, Ben, America's unique political dramas and societal tragedies threaten to extinguish it altogether. That was, of course, Simon Mark's American Week.